Today, we have a very special episode of B50 After Dark. To talk about district leadership opportunities, we have a panel of four guests. We have Distinguished Toastmaster, Christy Peterson. Christy is our immediate past district director, and she's currently chair of the district leadership committee. We have Clee Kimball. Clee is area 44 director in the Plains Division. We have Akash Navneeth, and Akash is the Town North Division Director. And finally, we have Distinguished Toastmaster Joe Pye, who is the new member mentor chair. All right, well, I want to start with, with you, Christy. You. Now, you are our immediate past district director, which means you already have a lot of experience with district leadership. And currently, you are the chair of the district leadership committee. So what does this role do? Thank you, Mickey, for asking that. It is the time of year for us to think about new leaders for our district to take us forward with new opportunities. And we prepare now with nominated candidates by January 15th to determine who those potential candidates would be. I chair a committee, the District Leadership Nomination Committee, of past leaders to make those decisions on who the nominated candidates would be. We're looking for people to put their names, their own names in nomination, or nominate another that you think would be a good fit. So put another way, you're responsible for making sure that all of our district leadership positions get filled. That's absolutely correct. All right. Now, when we say district leadership, what are we talking about? What are these roles? Okay, great question. It starts with the six division directors, that that is that middle level of district leadership where they support the area directors that are helping each of our clubs. And there were six of those divisions. And then what we finally call the TRIO, our district director, the program quality director, and the club growth director. And per Toastmasters International, we must have two candidates, at least two, for club growth director. Very cool. And in addition to that, there are many other roles that we refer to uh, as district leadership. You mentioned area directors, and there's, there's quite a few area director positions that need to be filled. There's also some other roles for people who support the district, like finance manager, correct? There are. I'm glad you brought that up, because someone who is really strong in the finance accounting world would be great as a finance manager. It's also a position that receives district leadership credit, which is something people would need towards being a distinguished Toastmaster. And it is an appointed position by the next district director. There's also an administration manager, who is somebody that's kind of like secretary of the whole district, helping keep track of things, very much a, a on the point, keep things organized for that trio as well as public relations manager, a great position to help us promote in social media and other ways that we communicate with our members and folks all around the community to let them know about Toastmasters. Very cool. There's so many opportunities to learn about leadership through district service. Tell me, why, why would a Toastmaster want to fill one of these district leadership roles? 
I think it's the opportunity to grow. Grow your potential. When you step into leadership, you never quite know what opportunities are going to come your way. You generally know what the position is, but the specifics, say like all of the hybrid activities that we have done, including this hybrid podcast, is something that has evolved with time. So opportunities to get in and do something different to be involved with others in a rewarding way so that you grow your skills that both help you as an individual and help us promote the the growth of, of our district that continue to see others grow in that leadership support as well. Very cool, very cool. Well, for my next question, I wanna go to another one of our panel members, distinguished Toastmaster Joe Pye. Now, Joe Pye has had, also had a lot of experience in district leadership roles. Currently, Joe is the new member mentor chair for District 50. Welcome to the show, Joe. What, what does that role do? As a new member mentor chair, my role is to help new members understand what they have taken on by their membership of Toastmasters, how the education program works, which means how do they navigate the education program called Pathways online? What are their responsibilities as members of the club? Remember when we join, we basically say a Toastmaster promise. One of the items in the Toastmaster promise is to attend meetings regularly. It's a good reminder for all of us to say, my club depends on me and I depend on my club for success. New members come to this orientation once a month. It's an hour long orientation. They can ask questions that are burning questions for them about how can I be successful within the Toastmaster program and who is available to help me? Is it my vice president of education? Is it my club president? How do I get a mentor? And basic questions like this, which will help them better prepare themselves for their journey through Toastmasters. And so far, I've truly enjoyed meeting all the new members who've attended the monthly meetings. Well, Joe, so you, you work with a lot of newer Toastmasters, so I'm wondering, how does a Toastmaster know that they are ready to take the step into district leadership? I know there's requirements, and we might talk with Christy about some of the technical requirements to qualify in a minute, but I'm, I'm curious, just in general, how do I know that, that's, that I'm ready for that step in my Toastmaster's journey? That's such a great question because we are a communication organization. Your club members will communicate to you in various ways when they start to see you as a leader at the club level. The first order is obviously, would you like to serve as a club officer? You might be asked that question. But even before that, would you consider serving as my mentor because I love the way you conduct your speeches. I want to learn from you. And truly, at the core, leadership is through our actions and through our words, having the ability to influence someone. We begin that at the club level 
and then the sky is the limit beyond that. If you raise your hand and say, yes, I'm ready to do this, you will get an opportunity to serve as a club officer or a mentor. And if none of that, then the district is always looking for helpers at conferences, at the Toastmaster Leadership Institute, whether you are the per se leader or an assistant to someone, you get a taste for leadership and you learn techniques on how you can become a leader within the Toastmaster organization. If, if there's a will, there's a way, and there's a path created for you in Toastmasters. It's a very accepting organization is what I've found. Yes, it's, it's, it's the best. Now, for most people, their first district leadership role is most likely to be an area director role. If for no other reason there's more area directors in, in the district than any of these other roles. So I wanna, I wanna talk to our next guest next, Clee Kimball. Clee, you are an area director in Area 44 and you're, you're still working on your DTM. So tell me first, before we get into being an area director, what's your favorite pathway and why? Thank you so much, Mickey. This is a great opportunity. I want to thank everyone for um, inviting me and having me here. My favorite pathway that I chose when I got into Toastmasters was team collaboration. At the time when I joined Toastmasters in 2021, I was also running for city council, the city of Garland, District 5. And I knew that in order for me to be a successful member of council, I would definitely have to work with a team of people to make the city run. So that's why I chose Pathways of Team Collaboration was my first pathway. And um, it was very interesting because not only did I use it for running for office, but I also found it very beneficial for work as well. Very cool. Now, you have been an area director for almost six months. And tell me, what has your experience been as an area director? What, what can a Toastmaster expect from their first district leadership role? You definitely need support from your previous area director. Tommy was the previous area director for 44 and he helped me out greatly. I had only been a member of Toastmasters for two years and now I'm an area director of over five clubs. I don't know anyone outside my own club of Garland Toastmasters and Tommy gave me all the resources I need, my contact people, how to help me, who I need to talk to, what happens if they don't answer, how to support your corporate clubs. And Tommy was great. And so I think in order for you to be an area director, to be a successful one, you have to make sure that you lean on the person who was previous area director of that area. And that helped out a lot. Yeah, I think that that's a great point. Some people may, who are new to this, may think, oh my gosh, I'm going in and I don't know what to do and I'm all alone. But that couldn't be further from the truth. Not only do you often have the person who previously held your role there to help make it easy for you, but there's other people to support you too. Yes, there was the division director as well. Brian was also, <clears throat> and still is, a great support system for me. Now that I've, I've learned my way a little bit more than I did when I first got in, because you're right, there is not an instruction manual to tell you this is how to do the job. 
you read what your goal is and how you support your clubs. But how do you get into the clubs? How do you make them feel that you're there to support them? And of course, with Tommy helping me as well as Brian and then other division leaders. And it was it's great. I love it. I've met some fantastic people. Fantastic people. Yeah. Well, you know, actually, I was once an area director, and I seem to remember there actually was a manual for district leadership. Isn't isn't that maybe somebody can correct me? But isn't there a district leadership manual, Christy? There is. It's available online. Let's oh, see here. Okay. But it's there's the old version on paper too. It, it just as you just said, area, though, for area director. Right. Uh -huh. Area director maybe three pages. That's it. And okay. there's more, as you pointed out, to get in contact with the clubs. And as you also noted, Mickey, there's a lot of help within yes. the support groups in the district to help us. If the club needs a coach, let's say, you may be the one to identify that mm -hmm. need as an area director, but be able to connect them with the club coach chair. Yeah. Yes. So while there is a manual, manual and as great as the manual is, and you should read it, it can only take you so far. That's right. When I was an area director, I had, Joe Pye was one of my mentors, and she had experience to share with me. And Ed Meisner, who has previously been on a guest, also gave me a lot of really great advice on what to do as an area director. Well, Clee, you mentioned how supportive your, your division director has been for you, which leads me to want to talk to our next panel guest, Akash Navneeth. Akash, you are the Town North Division Director, and again, before we get into talking about being a Division Director, just to get to know you a little bit better, tell us, what's your favorite pathway that you're working on, or have worked on, and why? All right, thank you for that question. So I think the pathway that I really enjoyed working on uh, in the past was dynamic leadership. So I've been with Toastmasters, particularly D50, for the past three years or so. And that was the first pathway that I chose because at that time, I didn't have the confidence to speak in front of an audience, one. Two, I didn't have the skills to effectively lead a group of people. So I chose the pathway that helped me, uh, that would best help me Built the skills for public speaking and leadership skills, and I found that sweet spot with the dynamic leadership pathway. And that taught me many different skills that I could not have anticipated learning anywhere else. Because as a college student, they always enforced um, the thought of building that leadership skill and having those, having that confidence to speak um, to whether that be to fellow colleagues or fellow peers. And I am glad that I found Toastmasters because over the past two, 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 to, two to three years, I have seen myself grow and that wouldn't have started out without the dynamic leadership pathway. And that is near and dear to my heart, the one, one true pathway that really launched my career. Very cool. And now, now you're Town North Division Director and I know for some people, they may imagine that division director is simply like an area director, only you're responsible for more clubs. And I want to dispel that idea a little bit here. So I'd like for you to, because you were a 
before you were a division director, you served as the assistant area director, is that correct? Yes, that is correct. So you're familiar with what the area director role involves, and you've been helping support area directors, likely. So how is the division director role different than the area director role? Thank you for that question. All right, so in my experience, I actually, uh, even though I was an assistant area director, I actually took up more of the responsibility than the actual area director um, due to several uh, circumstances. And I really got to really get my hands into the actual role of being an area director, visiting those clubs, and getting the notes for club visits, and getting those club reports on time. And the difference between doing that and managing a team of area directors as a division director, um, it's just to see that, you know, the area director is more of a hands-on approach and getting to meet the actual officers of those clubs and get an actual interaction. Because with our upcoming contest season for 2024 in the spring, area directors um, are the core key part in getting those clubs to participate either as volunteers for contests or as well as participants in those contests. And that's just one thing that really, you know, as a differentiating factor between area directors and division directors, because as division directors, it's our primary responsibility to really focus on getting those area directors to meet with those clubs, get those club reports in, and then also step in with the support of other district leaders like Christy or Kelly um, to really help those clubs that may be struggling. But as a division director, it's more of a bird's eye view and get involved where it is required, but not as involved as an area director would be. Yeah, so before the show, I was talking to you and to Joe, who has also been a division director in the past, and Joe brought up a great point. With When you're an area director, you're given, like, here are your clubs that you're going to be an area director supporting go meet them, right? With the division director, you have an opportunity to prepare for this role by, by building your team. Tell me a little bit about what you did to prepare to be a division director. So what I did um, to prepare to become a division director was I actually closely worked with the previous town division director, Ram Venkat. He kind of mentored me in the last six months after I had submitted my application for um, becoming a division director. And I was going through that DLC process that we're talking about today. And he just walked me through the process of how that would look and talked to me about like what he does as a division director. Because as an assistant area director, I was just present at his meetings, maybe contributed to several of his meetings with a few thoughts here and there. But in that last six months in 2023, um, for that 22-2023 TM year, uh, it was really just getting myself involved in what he does. Because back then also, his assistant also, um, due to circumstances, had to drop out. So he had me kind of just step in as an interim assistant for him at that time. And I really got to know, like, understand, like, how he communicates with his clubs, how does he approach different situations with clubs that maybe need additional support compared to other clubs that are more successful in the division? Like, how do you bring up clubs that are struggling to a point that's stable 
And what I mean by stable is do you get them to the paid status or do you help them get to a point where they can be more self-sufficient? And it really just depends on the club's needs. And that's something I really have learned from Ram through this mentorship is that you have to understand each club differently because each club's needs, even if they're similar, there's going to be slightly different ways to approach it so that they can satisfy um, the club's needs for the long term. Yeah, very, very nice. And Joe, you had mentioned the team building aspect of being a division director. Could you tell us a little bit about what that was like for you and what you got out of that experience, that part of the experience of being a division director? Well, taking off from where Akash talked about preparing himself for that next role as division director, you can have some say in who you want as your next area director while you're running as a candidate for division director. And that requires that you build relationships early. Communicate to people that your intent is to run for division director. And then talk to individuals who you see have the potential and the interest to serve as an area director with you. Again, I keep going back to we are a communication organization. The more we talk about what our intent is and why we want a certain person to be on our team, uh, I don't believe in just sending out mass emails to a bunch of people to say, hey, if you want an area director position, come to me. I think it's respectful to go to individuals and ask them, would you come serve on my team? Because that signals them out as, oh, Akash sees them as someone worthy of working with them. Or I see them as someone who's got potential to work with me. So you've already built the makings of a relationship. And then you've got the rest of the year to really work together. Uh, and one other thing about communication is decide early on. What are your expectations? How will you run your office? When I was thinking about running for division director, one of the requirements was that I would meet on a monthly basis with my team of area directors and my two assistant directors. And the dates, I did the homework, I did all of the dates for at least the first half of the year. And I said, okay, we're going to meet, I'll feed you. In those days, we could go to each other's homes. I'll give you breakfast. I'll give you lunch. Come to my home because we need to meet face-to-face -to, -face to plan out at least the first half of the year. makes a huge difference because relationship building is really at the core of leadership. Until you build lead, lead, uh, the relationship, you cannot influence people's actions or their thoughts. So we've got to build a strong foundation, and there's a lot of opportunity to do that as long as you have thought what you want to get out of that role. And I think Akash is proving that he thought about it long and hard, and he got himself mentors. Great, great lessons for any future leaders to have. Yeah, that's great. You know, I think put, to put it another way, as an area director, you learn how to be a leader and you learn a lot about how to help clubs be successful. Mm -hmm. As a division director, 
you learn how to make other people into leaders and how to build teams that work well together. Mm -hmm.